With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience. Today, breaking down, normally we're doing our own brackets and making them up, but today we're just going to steal the ringers bracket for the best TV character of the millennium, because I got some thoughts on this. Uh, If you have thoughts on this, it's good news for your bank account, because if you smash the like button to this video, share it around, leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section, and tell me who you think is the best TV character of this millennium. doesn't matter who it is. You'll be in a draw for 20 DraftKings dollars. You want to get into a draw for 100 DraftKings dollars? Who wouldn't want to get into a draw for 100 DraftKings dollars? Especially when it only takes like 30 seconds to do. Subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. So that's Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google. doesn't matter where it is. You subscribe to it. Leave a five-star review. DraftKings handle something you enjoy about the Pat Mayo Experience. And you're in that draw for 100 DraftKings dollars. Joining me to break this all down, because I know that these people have thoughts, Gary and Thorne. What's going on, man? Oh, not too much. Uh, apropos of this, Community back on Netflix today. So I've just been chilling out watching Community all day, preparing for this podcast. There's only one Community member on this list, isn't there? It's, and it's the wrong one, which is weird. But anyway. I mean, the, the problem with this bracket in particular, it feels like it was done by people who are 24 and under. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. And look, I, I say this as someone who's 28, so maybe I don't have you You're know, young to stand on here, but this bracket is nonsensical. And as you pointed out, I think on Twitter a couple days ago, the reaction to this bracket and the, the quote unquote shock and upset stuff, which are not shocks or upsets. Uh, it's, it's very interesting to like view it through the lens of a 23 year old editor at the ringer. Yeah, so, I mean, we need to get, we have a young in Gary and Thorne, we have a mid in Pat Mayo, so we need to get an old on to talk about this as well. His name, Timandacus! Timandacus. That is uh, not my name. But you do identify as an 85-year-old. Yes, the fact that Art Carney wasn't on this list confused me, you're right. Yeah, so in your Twitter bio, you need to change it to he slash senior. (laughs) so let's dig into this because it feels the one seeds are really weird so it does strike me as when they did this bracket maybe we'll go through and try to pick our winner as well that's probably the best way to go about this but just to talk about the seeding in general like they really put a lot of stock into shows that generally speaking no one has seen 
I guess yeah, I'll like Villanelle being a one seed. No one has ever seen that. Well, I mean, I, I Gary, did you watch Killing Eve? Yes. Yeah. Great show. But to your point, uh, this is de- there's definitely a, a large hint of recency bias here, and there's definitely a sway towards things that I guess the ringer wishes were more in the popular consciousness than they actually are, um, or more so like characters who are great, but definitely just wouldn't win a popularity contest. So yeah, there's, there's some really weird seeds here. Yeah, so like, listen, Killing Eve is fantastic. Everyone should go watch the first season of Killing Eve. I wasn't huge on the second season. It was like Fleabag getting a two seed in this. Fleabag, another good character. I'm more prone to the priest in season two. That's me. But again, yes, Fleabag won a whole bunch of Emmys. That's great. Uh, And The Ringer talked about it nonstop. Turns out, most people just don't have Amazon Prime and watch Fleabag. It's been seen by dozens. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically... To go up against Cartman in the first round. Like, I think that was almost, that really just showcased how this bracket is going to go. And I don't think it shocked anyone, except for the ringer, that Cartman won in a landslide. Because while we don't exactly have any sort of monoculture anymore, aside from maybe Game of Thrones, and, and, you know, as you would expect, the characters in this bracket who are from Game of Thrones have advanced uh, pretty much without fail to this point. Um, you know, when you have a show that's been on air for 25 years, uh, yeah, that character who more people can identify is probably going to win, especially like literally Cartman, you can just go by his last name and everyone knows who that is. Fleabag doesn't even have a name. I mean, I know that's not necessarily important, but I think it really in this particular setting is even more hilarious. Well, the, the big thing too, like it would be like, if you like, you could have put, Peter Griffin or Homer Simpson into this bracket too. Peter Griffin would probably be more apt. Because what did Family yeah. Guys start like 1998? Yeah, yeah Cartman's like not a 2000s character. Same as Family Guy isn't. If it starts in 99, you can't include it. Starts in 98, you can't include it. Yeah, but that that's not what it's actually yeah. saying. It's the best. No, it's Park... the best character of the century. So yeah. if you take out, it's realistically, like Cartman didn't become an awesome character. Until like season four, season five, season six, till South Park, which would be a part of this century. Well, sorry, Tim, it's not your rules. It's the rules of the bracket. I I get that. I think that's, and that's why this is blowing up this bracket. You threw somebody in the bracket who didn't belong. That's what you get. But Cartman has been on TV all 20 years of the century. What are you talking about? He is not a 2000s character. He's a 1990s character that bled into the 2000s. It's asinine to have him in the bracket, in just indefensible on its face. Look, if if South Park had run like seven seasons and five of them were in the 90s and then it was like 2000, 2001, 2002 or something, I, I might be inclined to agree with you. But like Pat said, Cartman has literally been on air for every year of the past 20 years. I, I think he qualifies for this. I don't think so. I think you have to be completely contained in this time period or you're out. But you are, you, but, but why do you have to do that? If more of your work has come this century than last century, why would it be any different? Because you, it's of the millennium. You are cutting hard and fast with characters that belong in that time. I'm sorry. I think it's dumb. I think it's very, very hard to defend. I, I'm I, shocked that you're you're taking this route, considering this Cartman beating Fleabag is the subway going to the final four of this bracket. Like oh, this, because I think this bracket is asinine. I think that the seating is terrible, and I'm glad that it's getting blown up. I think it's very, 
you have all your work cut out for you to give any sort of defense to the way this bracket was set up and some of the inclusions and exclusions. Uh, Paul, yes, you would like to comment from behind the camera. Uh, actually, no comment. Never mind. Oh, well, okay. Fair enough. Sorry. Uh, th- there, is a, there is a strain to the seating in this, too, that the ringer really wanted to be woke with some of their seating, and it's really, yeah, back- and it's really backfiring. 100%. Because people could have had, I don't know, like, if you had Fleabag as a seven seed, it probably would have done better than it did as, as a two seed. Oh, yeah. 100%. And I, and I think that was the thing. I think it became, it, it was the perfect storm because one, it was Cartman who I don't know, aside from that little frog whose name I forget, there might not be a greater uh, like visual encapsulation of 95% of Twitter than Eric Cartman. Uh, are you uh, saying, so, are you, yeah, I believe you're referring to Pepe. Yes. Pepe the frog. Pepe the frog, I believe it is. Yeah. So essentially you took just the manifestation of Twitter and put it up against, like you said, uh, the attempt to be woke by the ringer. And it just, it, it just became, let's take down this two seed. Let's take down. It's really, it's, it's the Tim mentality of like, Oh, look at this fancy two seed that thinks it's so great. I'm going to vote for Cartman Um, where you're right. If it was a seven and went up, you know, like why not have it up against like a secession character in the first round or something like that, or make, one of the regions, like, within the last five years, uh, sort of your upper echelon television shows or something like that. But, yeah, this this has gone essentially exactly how you would expect it's gone, where just the more popular television shows, regardless of character, seem to keep getting the winners. Yeah, it did seem to me, like, it was, it was kind of weird, like, some of the inclusions on this versus the exclusions of what they decided to put in. Like, they put Kendall Roy as a six seed, and of course it lost to BoJack Horseman. Yeah, as it should have, and, like, baby yoda is a four seed like i, I understand the bracket at all let alone a four seed yeah. doesn't say a word it's just a religious fundamentalist who has absolutely on a show that's incredibly overrated that's been on for what seven episodes eight episodes i'm sorry it can't be on the, in this bracket that's asinine and for it to be a four seed i mean it, it's not serious this is not something to be serious about i'm being more upset about it than it should be upset than one should be because it just shows the disqualification of it well, I mean, you should you should be as a part of my TV show now an internet show. You should be in this millennials bracket because you're yeah. real triggered, pal. No, see, I'm trying not to be. I'm trying to be very. Zen yeah, you're about doing it. a very poor job of not being triggered. I don't know what to say. But like, if you had included, let's say, Peter Griffin into this list, not that I'm the hugest Family Guy fan, but it feels like yeah. Peter Griffin like would have ran through like Cartman's. They should have had more say if. If South Park was eligible, which it is because Cartman's in it, like where's Randy yeah. Marsh in this? Yeah. No, I think I think that's a fair point. Um, look, there's there's a lot of shows where you could question uh, the inclusion or non-inclusion of particular characters. Like let's even 30 Rock. Like I think Liz Lemon's a nine seed. I love Liz Lemon. We're- she is the third best character, maybe even the fourth best character on 30 Rock. And she is primarily the straight woman. Like yeah. Tracy Morgan or Jack Donaghy are a much better character, uh, a much more memorable character than Liz Lemon. And that's even like, I love 30 Rock. But yeah, some of, some of the selections here were incredibly weird. 
Yeah, well, it, it may it, that's the thing that doesn't make sense to me. Like, why do you include Liz Lemon into this from 30 Rock instead of, I mean, Jack Donaghy would have been my choice. Yeah. But you, you could have went, even with Jane Krasinski, or how do you pronounce her last name? It's not Krasinski, it's John Krasinski. Whatever the hell her yeah. last whoever played Je- Yeah, whoever played Jenna, who's also great on that show. But yeah. they pick Liz Lemon because she's the lead of 30 Rock. But if you go to Arrested Development, it's Job and Lucille that get it. It's not, yeah. my, it's not Michael Bluth. <laughs> I think you've answered your own question, though, from earlier. Yeah, I, I guess so, but like it's just it's it's really strange. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I, I looked at it, and I, when I first looked at the brackets, like oh, where is blah 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 blah? It's like oh, they're not here. And like yeah. you see, one show included. Like I'm I'm actually glad like Leon got on the list, and that only yeah. if Curb hadn't been out this year, like there's a chance Larry David wouldn't have made this. <laughs> oh yeah, this is a totally. Like I said, a prisoner of the moment type of bracket, which is hard to do. Fair enough. It's hard to not be a prisoner of the moment. But like I said, the fact that Baby Yoda's in this thing, right? You, you can't defend that. Yeah, no, listen, I, Baby Yoda of all the new shows, at least that was like the biggest character going for a three months. He doesn't say a single word in the show. He doesn't do anything. He's yeah, but by your logic, going back to uh, our, our our best comedies of this generation show, where you where you were arguing that we should hold uh, dramatic films that aren't trying to be funny but are funny in a higher esteem, maybe on a per word basis, Baby Yoda is the greatest character of all time. You ever think about that, Tim? That's like saying Cousin Oliver is the funniest member of the of the Brady Bunch because he's only in like seven episodes, but they're so funny that they're so like, come on. What are the odds that the person who made this actually just made it bad intentionally for people to get triggered? Because it's like, it's so bad. It is so bad across the board that it's like almost unbelievable that somebody would be this, this off. It looks like there were too many cooks in the kitchen is what I think. I don't think any one person put this together. I think this is the handiwork of six or seven people and it's compromised all the way through. Yeah, so what Gary and just referenced, the best, the funniest movie of the 2000s and 90s bracket that I am coming up with, I am the only one doing, like, we, we're doing shows where we talk through what should be in there. But the seating is just going to come down to whatever I determine. I'm going to make yeah. the bracket. So at least it'll be consistent with its sensibilities, whether you like it or not. It'll make sense at least all the way through. It'll be uniform. And this one just seems like it makes sense in some places, doesn't make sense in other places. Like... Yeah. Like, I, I love Peggy from Mad Men, but, like, Don Draper not being a one seed is really weird. And, like, the only... Like, yeah. Julian, who's, like, like, the third most interesting or fourth most interesting character on the show being a one seed. Silly. Who? Sorry? Silly. Tyrion Lannister being a one seed? I, I don't... How can you defend that? I mean, I out of all of the Game of Thrones characters, Tyrion yeah. would be the one seed. He's the best character. Sure, but but he, none of them should be one seeds. Yeah, like, none yeah. of them should be. Uh I don't know. I think I think what Pat's saying is 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 accurate. And I know Tim said this too. It's just they they really should have, you know, pull the room, but then have one person, and and, and that particular sensibility make this bracket. Because you're right, it's scattershot. It's all over the place. And I know there's not an easy way to do exactly this, but anytime I see a racket or a bracket on a Bill Simmons site, I immediately think of the Grantland days and Remberts who won the year. And, and I, I know it was, those were real people. And he had, I think his algorithm was something along the lines of like Google hits multiplied by Twitter followers or something, but at least there was a through line. At least there was something to give reason as to why the characters or the, the applicants were where they were. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, like I know in the first round too, they had I, I think Lucille and Job went up against each other in round one. Like they should have found more ways to do stuff like that. Like, you know, find interesting matchups. Like, don't just throw stuff against the wall. Yeah. So I mean, that's what we're doing in ours right now. Like for the for the movie bracket, we did four play-in games for each of the decades. And like we couldn't figure out which Polly Shore movie to put in for, <laughs> or which Kevin Smith movie to put in for the 90s. So they're just we picked two of their movies and they're just facing each other in the play-in game. Yeah. Okay. That seems easier, doesn't it? I think so. I mean, again, this is there's there's some weird stuff on here. I forgot Don Draper was a five until you guys brought it up. That that is weirdly enough, maybe the most egregious seating. Probably. That, I mean, that that and as much as Tim hates the show, there's no West Wing characters on here. Not one, which is one I think of the- um I think it was Zach Cram made the point the next day. They did a, a snubs article. Um that CJ from the West Wing, if you go by who the one seeds in this in this tournament are, it's what, all what, people. What, I was gonna say, what did you win? Like six Emmys for the West yeah, Wing? So it's <laughs> anyone who has ever won three Emmys is at least a three seed in this bracket except for cj who does not appear on this bracket and people love allison janney like that would make a lot of sense she should be in this bracket somewhere that would give loss some representation as well (laughs) lost from its worst episode like lost is lost only has one member of this and it's desmond for whatever reason and it should be ben linus no their best it i mean you could make it like listen as much as people hated the end of lost it was the most popular thing on tv for like a five-year stretch and the Agreed. only thing and the only thing that the internet talked about i think that you i mean you could take desmond out of it like it's either Locke or ben linus Locke. that goes in here and that's the honestly thing. i think as long as you don't make it kate everyone's happy or, or jack had come out in no, 2011 if this bracket had come out in 2011 there would be five people from last year but the fact that it's coming out today people just think about what's current and not what like when they say it's the best in the millennium, they don't really mean it because there were, television in 2009 was simply better than television in 2020. And, and you wouldn't know that from looking at the track. It's better, it's just different. And better. that's the thing, it's no, like, no, again... what I mean to use. Better. TV is worse now. Okay, sure. But I, I just think that the, the one thing we have to keep getting, we keep getting back to, and I think this is... Um, the Office is probably the best example of this just because of the astonishing popularity... Uh, in terms of streaming of The Office, I think I read somewhere this week that 3% of streams in 2019 for Netflix as a whole were just people watching The Office, which is insane. Um, but you look, I, I understand that even in the 2000s, like we, we sitcoms weren't pulling in like 25 million viewers on NBC Thursday nights like they were for like the Cosby show in the early 90s. But you still at least had like nine seasons of The Office. You had seven seasons of Parks and Recreation. You had time to really get to know these characters and to remember them and have them ingrained in your mind. Where, you know, with television today, there's just a lot of niche stuff. And for as good as some of it is, I mean, again, this goes back to Fleabag. Like, there's literally like, what, 350 minutes of Fleabag total? Yeah. It, it's just not enough time to to be in a bracket like this and, and take down characters who people have had in their lives for over a decade. If you wanted a female lead to be in the last one seed instead of Villanelle, Selena Meyer has to be the choice. Yeah, she and- is the funniest female character on television of the last 20 years, bar none. That is perhaps the best performance. If she won the whole bracket, I'd support that. 
That's how great her performance was. And how funny that show is. And looking at it right now, she's she's out of this bracket. She got she it's got defeated. Madness. Who'd she go up against in the first round? Uh, she beat Queen Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth in the first round and lost to Coach Eric Taylor from Friday Night Lights. In the a show round. that wasn't great when it was on and is unwatchable now. Friday Night Lights is fine. It's, it's no, fine. It's, it's no Veep. But the, the weird yeah. thing about this, like again, almost back to like the Liz Lemon point, and it's even to I know that Leslie Nope is doing really well, but. If you had to like power rank the best characters on Parks and Rec, obviously everyone has like Ron at number one. I would have put Aziz and Zari at number two. Or Jean Ralphia. Uh, I don't know. I find Tom grading sometimes. Hit or miss with or Tom. Then then throw in. Uh, I could see like then throw in Chris Traeger. Yeah, that's that was maybe the one that I was kind of shocked. Although, I, I guess to a certain point, the character. I don't know. He was he was a main character in that show. Like he he's no Creed. Like uh, which. I'm sure Tim was crushed that Creed didn't make this bracket. What Not was what, was Michael Scott the only person from the office to make the bracket? No, Dwight Dwight made it too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that, Dwight's currently beating some crazy four seed. Uh I can't that, remember who it is. But yeah, as we record this, this isn't gonna come out for like another day. So I think these matchups will be over. But it's currently Dwight versus Tyrion. And I think a of bunch of them actually already they're ending like right now. Oh, are they? To get yeah, into Car- the elite. Carbon's finally about to lose to Jesse from Breaking Bad. Uh, breaking. He lost. Oh, he yeah. lost? No. Oh, okay. yeah. well, there we go. Spoiler alert. I mean, Jesse I- Pinkman, it was 50 50, but Jesse had the better side of 50. I would take Cartman over Jesse, by the way. Jesse kind of sucks. Yeah, I agree. I, every, al- almost every scene he is in when he's not in the scene with Walter is sort of a scene I'm not interested in, which tells you all you need to know about the character. But, but magnets. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But, exactly. My point. But Walter's in that scene. Yeah, it's true. Um. Yeah, I, I probably would have gone Cartman too. I mean, didn't Cartman? I can't remember who ran this poll, but didn't he win like best character of the two thousand to two thousand tens in in some widely acknowledged like bracket version of this? Yeah, I, I believe so. Like Cartman is. Like Carbon should be a one seed in this. Yeah, he's he's an iconic character, and and look, I know people don't want to give that show its credit, but yeah, which, I, I, which I I found really striking. Like I I just assumed people were in on South Park. Oh no, there is a very large segment of the online crowd who not only do not want to give that show its credit, but think that show is what's wrong with yeah. Culture. There's yeah. the 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 double back now where it's it's they taught people to just be sort of uh apathetic centrists and uh you know, that's what's wrong with the culture now sort of thing oh that's fun yeah it's it's so fun so i i can't wait for south park to come back it's one of the because it runs in the the two six episodes or eight episodes whatever they do twice a year i look forward to it my wife and i sit down it's one of the few shows that we watch live yeah I, it's probably not coming back for a while uh, I mean, it seems like they could be they could be doing stuff like right now if they wanted to. I hope so. But... Out of any show that's not currently in production that could be in production, that is the one. Like I said, I sure hope so. It is like a three man writing staff, so yeah, and they can they can turn around the episodes in a week if you had everyone if everyone had their equipment at home, they could probably do it. Well, we're gonna need TV, so I hope that's the case. I mean, there's a lot of bank TV out there. 
it's oh, I don't doubt. I don't doubt that. It, it's depending on how long the, like a lockdown goes on for. Like if it goes on for six months, it's going to be like after that. Like once we come out of it, there's going to be no TV. But then hopefully sports will be back. Just fill up the air with that. I can't believe Joe Exotic isn't in this bracket. He's better <laughs> than thirds of the people on this bracket. Although I guess it's he's not technically a television character, although he is a made up person. So it's it's on the line. So do you want to go through the bracket or do you just want to like get mad about it some more? Because I, I, I kind of want to do that. So Bojack Horseman is in this and Bojack Horseman is doing well. I would argue Bojack Horseman, well, an interesting character. If you're just going to pick the best character from Bojack, it's Mr. Horseman, Peanut Butter. it would be Mr. Peanut Butter. Yeah, yeah, of course. And Pinky in a close second. Or no, Vincent Adultman is definitely second. Yeah, Vincent Adultman yeah, is Fair enough. <laughs> I agreed. It's interesting. Most shows, their main character is not their best character. No, I mean, I guess we kind of glossed over this right off the top, but like Tony Soprano is the only one of the... Michael Scott, Tony Soprano are the only two like legitimate leads of their show that are yes, one and people you And people that are in anyone's bracket, those two would have to be one seeds. I, I'm fine with that. So if we were to do, redo the one seeds, so we kick off Tyrion and we kick off uh, Villanelle and we put in who? Draper and like Draper. I don't Dra- mind Selena Meyer. If you want one actress in the top four, who else is better than that? Do so you put Don Draper as the other one seed or do you put Cartman as the other one seed? Don Draper has a case for the one seed. Uh, Walter White. See. Walter White definitely has a case for it. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's sort of the list. Tim. I'll be honest though, I don't, I still don't necessarily hate Tyrion as a one seed. Like, I, I, I think he's the best character from, I would say, without question, the most iconic show of the last decade. Not the best show, but the show that most people will remember. Sure, uh, anyway, it's really weird because people have been talking will about. They? Yeah, they will. No uh, one has talked about it since it's gone away. No, that so thing will evaporate but, out of the culture so quickly, you, your head is going to spin. Yeah, but it, it won't because it's, it's funny you mentioned that because people have been talking about what shows should I go rewatch uh, since the quarantine has kind of broken down and everyone's at home. And no one has really said like, "Hey, everyone should go watch Game of Thrones." But Game of Thrones will it'll come back like five years from now. Cause everyone just watched it. Everyone's so yeah. mad about the ending of it that once people get past that, like I know a lot of people that have gone back and are now rewatching lost again. Yeah. Like, pe- people are say, over- lost is the perfect parable for this. And, and lost is the perfect type of show to watch, like in a quarantine type thing. Like, oh yeah. You can just boom, boom. And there's so many episodes. And by the time, like you're mad at it. Yeah. You're like seven days deep into the binge watch. So yeah, but I can't rewatch it and not get mad at it. Why? That's because you're... Oh, yes, you can. That's you can put on the first season of Lost at any point, at any no. time, on any day, and it is still amazing television just by itself. You don't no, have to think I about anything else. From the day it's, I watched it live when it was on ABC every night since it began, and so I have a right to be furious at a show that I feel like didn't deliver and wasted my time, and it's unforgivable. And I, I mean, people have asked me, should I watch Lost? And I tell them, no, do not waste your time. And I feel really good saying that. Because it was a waste of my time. I, I completely disagree. I've watched, I've rewatched Lost a whole bunch of times through. I usually start That's with very unfortunate. My I, time is more valuable than that. Is it? What are, you, what are you doing with your time, Tim? Watching shows that don't jerk me around for enti- for multiple. Ha- how many times have you gone back and watched like old episodes of Columbo over the past seven days? I have been watching a lot of Columbo, and you know what? There's a beginning. 
what do you mean? Oh, Columbo was probably the best show of the 1980s, or at least one of the top two or three. Like, people love Columbo. Well, there was only 27 shows in the 80s, so it's a smaller bracket. Are you upset that, like, Monk's not on this list? No, I, I, I don't really like that show. Just, I, I have to say, I never loved it. And, like, I found it really weird. Like, a show, if you're going to, like, reward, like, Fleabag and Killing Eve, it seems... Maybe it's just not a ringer thing, but like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel is really good. I think it's been on for yeah. four seasons now, and like that got no attention whatsoever. That's a good point. I didn't think about that at all. Uh, but when you do look at uh, the ringer coverage of prestige TV, that's never been something on their radar. Tim, that is. Have you heard of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel? I have heard of it. I haven't seen a second of it. You would like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Maybe you would really like that. To that point, I, I can't, I'm pretty sure this show was mostly in the 2000s. Did either of the Gilmore girls make it? The mom, Lorelai? I feel like that's a pretty damning admission. A lot of people like that show. Stop it, Gary. <laughs> I'm serious. I feel like a lot of people like that show. It's the same people who wrote Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I think people like Marvelous Mrs. Maisel a little bit more now. Yeah, maybe. And like, as weird as this sounds, like no one from Supernatural is on this? Like that's a show that's been like that's been on for that's been on for eighteen seasons or something. Maybe you just couldn't separate the two. Is 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 one definitively better than the other? Oh yeah, the the guy with the shorter hair, Dean, way better than the brother. Okay. Speaking of the Dean, shouldn't have made the list. Abed should have made the list. I don't need to talk about it anymore. But that's that needs to be said. Debbie Chase's character is the best character on that. Oh show. my god, that is maybe your worst take ever. And if you look at the ratings, the ratings start to decline the second he left that show. Oh, it never had ratings anyway. Oh, but it did though until Chevy Chase left. He was streets ahead of everybody else. <laughs> I mean, we all know that Joel McHale was the best part of Community. Joel McHale is great in anything that you put him in. I agree, but I think Abed was the best character. Anyway, no one wants to hear about Community. Also, like, okay, so if we were redoing the one seeds again, like, we just kind of threw everyone out. I, I actually think that John Locke should be a one or a two seed. Like, he, not obviously not everyone can be a one seed, but I think that he should be in that conversation. Like, he was, he is an iconic TV character. He should get a home game in the first round. You are correct. And, I mean, spoiler alert for Lost, the moment Locke actually dies is when the season, when the series goes to shit. That's totally true. I, I don't disagree. Who here, is there anyone from Desperate Housewives on here? No. That show was massive. Stop it, Tim. Where that show was so big that ABC didn't want to pursue Sunday Night Football because they didn't want to take away uh, from uh, Desperate Housewives. That show was like one of the three or four biggest shows of the last two, uh, last 20 years. These are all fictional great. characters, though. They most <laughs> certainly are. Pat, if, if, uh, if the sound effect on the title sequence of Lost counted as a character, what seed would that have? Oh, maybe that's what we should do. Movie and TV sound effects. Because you could have the lost sound effect in the finals against from Inception. (laughs) Yes, Paul. Just thought of an idea I don't want to forget about. What if we did did our own bracket of best reality TV characters? Yeah, but I feel like there's so... You'd have to get like a big brother expert and you'd need maybe a media of the minds. Sure, okay. So here's the problem with... Posing a bracket like this when you break it down into actual characters like 
I feel like me doing nothing with my life for the first 24 years of my life really made me an expert in breaking down the best comedies of from 1990 to 2009 and why I didn't include movies from 2010 to now because I really haven't seen all that many once I kind of got my life together. But for the first, like, like I said, 25 years of my life, all I did was watch this stuff. And it's just movies, funny movies, you know, easy watches, 90 to 100 minutes. You can plow through those. Big part of the popular culture. When you try to do something, like a best character, there's so many shows that people just haven't seen because there's so much TV. And I think the reality bracket would work the same way. Because obviously people's tastes are one thing. Uh, but people can acknowledge something that's good, bad, versus something they personally like, versus something they personally hate, and try to weigh that. Some people can do that. I believe I can do that. Other people cannot. They get very triggered, like Tim does. If he personally doesn't like something, he cannot at least acknowledge the greatness that goes along with it. With reality TV, like that's that, that is tough. There are so many reality shows. Like, Tommy G was on Shipwrecked, or whatever that show was where you date on a cruise ship. Was he actually? Yeah, you can go watch. I've always thought I could survive on that show alone. You mean naked and afraid? No, not naked and afraid alone. Where they put like fifteen people up in the Northwest Territories, and you have to just make it longer than everybody else. Oh my god! And it's just black man standing wind. Don't know if you can eat keto out there. You may just have to just accept anything. Oh, I think you can. If you just slaughter a big animal, you're good to go. (laughs) Okay, but how are you going to slaughter an animal? Are you still eating keto in quarantine? Yes, and it's hard. There you go. <laughs> I can imagine. You so, stock up when you go to the grocery store. Is there a designation on this that best TV characters of the century? Does it designate that it has to be fictional characters? Because I like, don't think it technically does, but because, I think it's implied. Because if that's the case, then the situation should probably be on this. <laughs> I, I'm dead serious. That's that's true. I sent you that phone with him the other day. He looks so bad, dude. He, he yeah, well, he, a he is old. He's like 43 or something like that. He He's done like a bunch crazy. of steroids. He just got out of jail. <laughs> I know, but even still, he looks like in rough shape. Tim, the situation did some hard living. He, he is it, he is in rough shape. He doesn't look like he's in rough shape. Yeah, it's been is. a rough go. <laughs> Because city miles, like if yeah, that is definitely city miles yeah. on that car. Like if Baby Yoda is in this bracket for like seven episodes or something, there was no bigger TV star on Earth in the situation for like a six month period. Yeah, but I think it, it does open up a can of worms where, especially with we see the clear like ringer bias in this stuff. Like if you put the situation in there, then Johnny Bananas has to be on this list somewhere too. So I, I see. I wouldn't even say as someone who loves the challenge so much. I, I would say that. Although I love Johnny Bananas, CT would be the nominee from the challenge. Is he a great character, though? Yeah, just, yeah, he, he, he is a great... really good at the challenge. I guess, I guess old CT was a better character than yeah. new CT. And, I, and that, I mean, that's into season 35 now, and I think the first one was in 2000. So that would be all of this millennium. And CT has been a crazy person on TV for 20 years. He's not crazy anymore, but he has a good, like, eight-season stretch where he's an absolute maniac. Not gonna lie, Bear... Stephen Bear would be like a 14 seed or something like that if we were allowed to like people like that in because he's amazing television. Yeah, and the problem with reality TV is that it would be like one of the easy aspects of this, and I think that's why it went this way, is you have your like iconic shows like Sopranos, The Wire, Game of Thrones, Mad Men, Breaking Bad that everyone kind of watched. And then everything's kind of a niche show, like you mentioned, Gary, that only has like six to ten episodes. And reality TV is still pumping out like, 30 episodes a year. 
Yeah. Well, it's, it's the lot. cheapest stuff in the world to make. And, um, and, it's a, and it's a lot of TV to watch if you were trying to do a complete reality bracket or include everyone from that. Like, think just think about all the Housewives shows. I was going to say, you could probably make a 32 of Housewives, just Housewives. So, yeah, it'd be, it'd be pretty tough. I, I would commend you and Paul for doing it, but I, I don't see it happening. No, we'd have to bring an ex Like My wife would have to be involved in that. She would be my a... My wife. My wife would... I mean, like, where's Borat on this list? Uh, did like, that... Sh- was he on the TV version? I think that was the 90s, wasn't it? Was it? I thought the Ali G show was the early 2000s. Well, Ali G in the house came out in 2003, I think. Ali G oh. show premiered in 2000. Oh, okay. Yeah. Borat so he- should be on there then. So you could throw Ali G or Borat into this. Yeah. Sad, really. So let's go through the bracket just a little bit. So, well, we can just, we can talk about the region. There's the bosses region. So Tony Soprano's the one seed here up against your boy, Rick Sanchez. I would have put, <laughs> I would have put Tim Sanchez over Rick Sanchez in this if it was me. Hola, 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 hola. How do you have a bosses region? I understand that Soprano and Michael Scott are both number one seeds, so you had to separate them, but you have a bosses region and you don't have number one boss Michael Scott in there? Or the boss from the life and times of Tim. True. The the boss, I mean, like I say, yeah, Tim Sanchez over Rick Sanchez is a must in this. Because, I mean, outside of Gary, and I think only incels like Rick and Morty. Pretty much. I've is never that even seen that show. It's, it's, I mean, you're a fan, right, Gary? Yeah um look i but i even i only sort of got into it purely based on dan Harmon being involved and missing community and i think it's really funny but i'm i'm nowhere close now to the like religious level of cult following it sort of has um but yeah it's that's a real niche show yeah the the boss from life and times of tim if any, if anyone outside of the three of us had ever seen that show then he would be on people so, yeah. saw that show it was on hbo it's not even on. It's, you can't even get it on HBO Go right now. It's not even Which listed. I find mind blowing because that show is fantastic. I completely agree. You can watch it on like DailyMotion.com. All the episodes are up there. I don't know how to do that. You type in DailyMotion.com <laughs> and search "Life and Times of Tim." I don't know how to do that. Wow, it's like Google, but instead of Google, it's DailyMotion.com. All right. Well. When it's on regular, normal TV that I can watch, I'll watch it again. It will never be on. If it's not on the HBO Go app, which has every HBO show ever, except for that one, it's not going to go anywhere. It could be like Disney, where they just bring it out of the vault every every 30 years or so. <laughs> HBO animation classics. <laughs> so, Tony Soprano versus Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty. Jack Bauer versus Liz Levin. feel like it's a bad seating for Jack Bauer. Eight? Yeah. Eight seed for Jack Bauer? Well, as someone who didn't really like that show after the first season, I have no particular attachment to the character. You could put the cougar trap that, like, took Alicia Cuthbert out of our lives as, like, a five. Oh, maybe. How are there no Scrubs characters on this, either? Like, where's Dr. Cox? Dr. Cox should be on this list, yeah. Um, I don't know. People, It's weird. I, I think if you asked most people... Uh, like what they thought about scrubs there's a pretty low opinion of it for some reason but it's it's on nbc thursday nights as a mainstay like it it was kind of one of those shows that that passed the torch between uh you know the start of the office to the end of parks and rec like 
I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I've always liked Scrubs. It's not one of my favorite. Modern shows. Family. Modern Family is the biggest comedy on TV, and like, I don't think there's a single character on. Oh, did, did Phil Dunphy not make it? I feel like he just would have been. Have. That again, that show is huge, and people love it. Yeah, people don't love yeah, that show. Fun. Yeah, it's Phil should have been in there. Phil, Phil should. If there's one person who should be on it, it's probably Phil or Ed O'Neill. But that's like saying, like, where's the good doctor on this? <laughs> no, that show's oh. not a huge hit, and it hasn't been a hit for ten years. What? Modern Family has been a hit for 10 years. That has won more awards than you can count. Like, I don't know half of these characters or what show they were on. That's a problem. If people yeah. don't know them, I'm yeah. sorry. There should be a... To me, you can't be the best character of a decade if dozens of people have heard of you, no matter I, how good your performance was. No, I, I 100% agree. The problem yeah, I with the Academy too. Awards. You give movies, awards to movies that nobody has seen, and you wonder why 28 million people are only watching the Academy Awards because you're awarding movies you think are the best and without considering the popularity is part of what make things best. No, that's actually, I mean, that's, that's actually not true though, because distribution yeah. has a lot to do with it. Like if a show airs on, I don't know, FX, it has a, there is no chance you can run anything on ABC regardless of quality. And it would get higher ratings than anything on FX. I'm not saying higher ratings. I'm saying people still would know about, if it was truly, truly excellent, people would, would eventually find out about it. But you would have, like, about, like, have you actually ever had a conversation about Modern Family with anyone ever? The answer oh, is no. Sure. My grandmother loves Modern Family. That's a great, that you're proving his point. Do you not see when you prove his point? Because you're proving his point. I love the show too. It's one of those shows that like I'll put on TV and like go to bed watching and laugh, uh, you know, all the way through. I had Modern Family on last night, but it's 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 like you said, it's like a nice wind down show when you're gonna go to sleep. I'm not really paying attention to it. It's sort of just on. Yeah, it'd be uh, it'd be like having Charlie Sheen from Two and a Half Men in here. See, the weird thing about this bracket yeah, too is it has, and Charlie Sheen's almost kind of a a good segue to this point. Like I detest with every fiber of my being Sheldon Cooper. Sheldon Cooper, but he should be on this list. I agree. I like Sheldon. Yeah, you are Sheldon. No, I'm not. <laughs> like, where's where, where's uh, Neil Patrick Harris from How I Met Your Mother? Sure, and that's the thing. It's like, if, you, if you're going to make this niche, make it niche and, and really go into the uh, Killing Eve as a one seed sort of thing. But, you know, if you're going to have Michael Scott as a one based sheerly on notoriety and popularity of show, which... I mean, Michael Scott's a great character, don't get me wrong, but the reason he's a one seed is because The Office has this weird staying power and is now crossed over to a next generation. Uh, yeah, you have, to have, you have to have Sheldon Cooper. It was the number one rated show yeah. of the last 10 years. It's ridiculous, but that, it is what it is. There was another one, too. Uh, like, no, and this might be the most bro-y thing I've ever said, but like, where's anyone from Entourage on this? Yeah. Where's, where's Johnny Drama? Drama should be on here, sure. Yeah, like just because oh, Ari is better character and would be the representative. Ari probably should be the representative by the basis of this. Johnny Drama is a better character than Ari is. I don't think I agree with that. Johnny Drama is the real heart of that show. I don't think I agree with that either. He is. Gary, help also, me out. Just, if, if, we're basing, uh, if we're basing what makes a good character off of just like what the character does in the show, The Rock just plays himself on Ballers. <laughs> so The Rock should probably just be on this list. Who? No, there's a bad show. Yeah, not a not a good show whatsoever. Is Omar the only Wire representative on this? I believe so. Yeah, 
Who would you throw? Like, that, that strikes me as really strange, yeah, like, considering, like, as so much, much as I love shame. Mad Men, there's three Mad Men characters in this. Yeah, so, Pete, Pete probably didn't deserve to make this list. No. Uh, who would be the, like, Peggy and Don, for sure. They're the two leads of the show. Uh, Roger. Probably. Roger yeah, should be Roger's, honest. It, Roger's it should be. Every bit as good as them. Roger's better than Pete. Yeah. Agreed. 100%, 100% agreed. I mean, Tim, you probably have Mrs. Blankenship on there, wouldn't you? <laughs> hey, she was an astronaut. <laughs> uh, like, how did, as much as I love Veep and I love Jonah Ryan, he's a 10 seed in this bracket? Jonah Ryan has some of the most. I agree, but like, the, that, that makes no sense to me. Like, this like, scene, when he's in the elementary school <laughs> describing on the cell phone when he's running for president the types of ladies that he's been seeing is one of the few times in the last 10 years I had to pause television because I was crying so hard from laughter that I couldn't breathe. Like, that alone gives, gives, gives it to me. Are sure, you, but I mean, are, like... Are, are, are you sure you just didn't have coronavirus? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, that show... Again, I love Veep so much. That show just makes you crack up. Like, your sides physically hurt at the end of an episode. I, I just feel like... Him like Veep having two characters versus Thirty Rock having one like like Jack Donaghy maybe not better in your estimation Tim but I think you'd at least have to agree a more iconic character maybe because Veep was on HBO well that that factors into the equation though like you know I I think when it comes to you especially king of the popularity reigns supreme and. I mean, if you're on a major network television show, that probably has more bearing here. No, I'm just saying The Ringer's owned by HBO. So. Oh, yeah, sure. Is, That's the, true. is The Ringer still owned by HBO? I believe it's, so. They're a major, a major investor, I think. So. so, okay, so I mentioned that there's no, uh, there's no entourage representatives. The only Sex in the City representative is, is Samantha. Like, and that comes in as a nine seed. Like, that's still one of the biggest shows of the millennium. Are you upset because you're a Charlotte? Uh, I mean, I'm not a Charlotte. I'm more of a Samantha. I mean, Samantha is the character that you would go with. But, like, that's also an HBO show. It just seems weirdly underrepresented here. And then, like... Is the one who ran for governor and got destroyed by Andrew Cuomo? Oh, Cynthia, uh, Cynthia Nixon. That's who it was. Cynthia Nixon, yeah. Hmm. Like, I'm pumped to see Dougie on here, Mr. Jackpots, but... I mean, that, like, how does that work for you then, Tim? Like, should he even be eligible for this list since Twin Peaks started in 1990? As far as I'm concerned, that was a brand new show uh, when it came out. And he is the only character worthwhile putting on there, so yes. He's not even a character is the thing. Like, <laughs> you have to like go through a whole like peroration about why you'd even consider him a character instead of like a partial character. I agree. It's I love. Listen, I love Mr. Jackpots. That's fine. He probably he's shouldn't not actually a character. <laughs> he probably shouldn't be on this. No, exactly. Um. So yeah. So let's continue going through these. Um. Don Draper versus Dexter. I mean, Dexter deserves to be on here. That although there's yeah. another there's another show that like no one's gonna rewatch ever. But like, nope. if you're gonna put Dexter on here, he should probably have a higher seed. Or just don't put Dexter on here and put it in Lithgow from that show. Who probably, yeah. who probably has more steam than Dexter does at this point. Lithgow was great in a lot of stuff. But, like, do you even remember his character name from that? Because I don't. No. Green River Killer? 
Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. I remember I remember his brother from season one was the ice truck killer. Yeah. Uh, then yeah. we have, let's see, Leslie Nope versus Boyd Crowder from Justified. Coach Eric Taylor versus your guy, Gary and Paperboy. Like, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sort of surprised not... Atlanta got two, honestly. Well, the ringer loves Atlanta. Yeah. Look, I, I like Atlanta too. Um, I think Darius was right to be on the list because he's hilarious. Uh, I don't know if I would have put Paperboy on there. Uh, Selena Myers versus DeQueen Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth Jenkins versus Vic Mackey. Walter White versus Olivia Pope. Like, if Olivia Pope gets on, you would think it would open that would open up the gate more for like network dramas or network comedies to have more representation here. Yeah, did was there a uh, what's God? Was there like a single Law and Order person on here? Like that that girl who's been on Law and Order SVU for like oh yeah, years and couldn't make it. Juliana Margulies is that who you're talking? No, about? No, 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 no. She's the good wife. <laughs> she is the good wife. Oh yeah. Well, the only person from like the Good Wife series is uh, Baranski, who's in the new one. Yeah, and she's a sixteen seed. None of the people from uh, Criminal Minds. That's uh, Tim's jam. Criminal Minds. I love. I do too, Tim. Criminal I do, Minds. Tim. I'll let you talk. Would about Doctor Reed probably. Doctor Reed's the best character. Yeah. On here. Him or Joe Montana's character. Those two guys are great. <laughs> Joe Montana. <laughs> It's not surprising those are the two that Tim likes for anybody. I do. I think they're the most cerebral of the characters. Okay, so here are two other ones that I'll just kind of chuck out there. Gil Grissom from CSI or Caruso from CSI Miami. Yeah, Grissom Grissom should be on the list. I agree. Like, that was like, we talked about David Caruso's sunglasses. Like, CSI was what, the number one show from what, 2002 through like 2005 or something? And I think, like, it was so big, Quentin Tarantino directed, like, two episodes of it. it that, that, those he doesn't direct TV. Those were probably the best two episodes of CSI as well. That's one where Nick got buried alive. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and then that guy <laughs> was frozen in a block of ice. That was a television event. I have... remember what was appointment TV. That, that's back when I used to still get TV guide, and you get the highlighter out and go through oh. it with my grandmother, and we would highlight which television programs we wanted to watch that evening. Well, like, not that evening, but, like, that week or whatever. Should should John Gruden announcing Monday Night Football been available for this list? Dennis Miller was in the 2000s. He was better than anybody else. Ugh, you, would say, you would say Dennis Miller is your – yeah, like, what, what happens to, like, TV hosts? Like, I, I know Tim doesn't agree with him, but, like, Jon Stewart is probably the most iconic of the late night hosts from 2000. What about Alex Trebek? Where does Alex Trebek fall on this list? That, that's a real, and I mean, based on what's happened with him over the past yeah. two years, he'd be like the, he'd win. Probably. Jon Stewart definitely belonged on, for the first five or six years of that show, that show was hilarious and I watched it every night. What? The, Daily, the show? Daily Show? Yeah. Before it got like needlessly left wing, we used to bash everybody pretty evenly. That show was hilarious. You you could have you could have made a case for Colbert as he was actually a fictionalized character. Yeah, and I mean he yeah, parla- that, that character wasn't very funny. Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> so way off that me. was lame. He basically played you on TV. Lame. You are you are a mix between Sheldon Cooper and the Stephen Colbert character from the Colbert Report. No, nah, I don't think so. I never found that show to be funny or interesting. I thought it was a very cheap imitation. It was pretty funny. That's pretty great. 
Is there anyone else that we like? We're, we're, we've probably thrown out sixty four more. That that's the problem that we had with the comedy bracket. We had to separate yeah. it into the two decades because there was just so much that we had to go over, and there's so much personal opinion that goes into this. Who do you think wins? I guess is the question as best character. Michael Scott, Tony Soprano. I would say Don Draper. I think what happens is people inherently don't vote based upon logic they just vote based upon what their favorite show is and that's i don't know how you guys feel about it. what that's called democracy sure fine that's but how we elect everything i'm almost starting to dislike the office with how just crammed down my throat the office has become the last like year and a half paul nice. paul raising his hand like emphatically nice. over here breaking maybe the fastest ander curse of all time Tony Soprano goes down to Leslie Nope Ooh, in the round of 16. Not shocking, though. Like, what? Uh, yeah. Again, people like Parks and Rec, and the fan base of Parks and Rec is a more internet-savvy division of the, of the populace than I would say people who really, really like The Sopranos. Like, if you're someone who enjoyed The Sopranos, you're probably not someone who's, like, on Twitter doing online television character polls. <laughs> That's actually quite true. So what they should have done, like, for this, because Cartman kind of blew up what they wanted to do, they should have just not put Cartman in it. It's the same yeah, reason, like we're, like, we're not putting Fight Club in the funniest movie of the 90 bracket, although I think it's probably one of the top 68 funniest movies. It's just, if you put it in as, like, a 15 seed, it's just going to win, because it's Fight yeah. Club. No, they, like I said, they should have really steered into, if they wanted to do it with prestige television and they wanted to make it really eccentric, just have it be that. And, and you're right, because there's too much of a mix here. There's, there's too much of an attempt to kind of please everybody, and it just became this weird mishmash. Are, are we missing anyone? I, know, I mean, as much as Homeland got bad, like, Carrie Matheson should probably be on here. Yeah. She's not, by the way. Or no one from um, Billion? Damian Lewis from Billions isn't on it? No, Wags is on this list. Oh, Wags is on it. Oh, I didn't even see that. I think he was a 16. He is gone because his character is such a cheap imitation of what a character like that in real life would be. Like he just, that's actually one of the very, I really like Billions, but his character is one of the reasons that like, I sometimes think, you know, if this show went away, I'd be okay with it. It's sort of a network TV show that's on a cable network. It has, it has network TV sensibilities, which I think actually makes it more popular. Like a good version of Suits. Yeah, that's it's a yeah. good version of Suits. Like I, I think in the pantheon of this type of show, it's Billions, Entourage, Suits. Because Suits is really just like a stupid person's madman. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say stupid person. I think no. that's a bit pejorative. I'm tr- I'm trying I'm I'm trying to be pejorative because Suits is bad. Suits is not good, but Suits is not bad either. It's eh, it's okay. What about the? Uh... What about that guy Liev Schreiber plays? What's his name? Oh, uh, Ray Dunn. That's Ray a bad Donovan. show. That's also yeah, no, a really bad show. People seem to like it, though. Yeah. Well, everyone from Boston likes it, because he's from Boston. Is that a Boston accent? Do yeah. that one more time. It's perfect from Boston. It's perfect. You sound like you're from Australia. No, I, I, I think <laughs> I know what I'm doing. No, you're like, hello, I'm from Boston. I'm Tim. <laughs> that's basically what like it sounded Michael like. Dean. No, this sounds like Michael Caine. This is Michael Caine. This is my Michael Caine voice. 
Now your yeah. Michael Caine is not as good as my Michael Caine. Hey, what about the, is that show? Was that show from the two thousands? That's I don't even know the name of that show. I've only it, ever seen that clip. It, it's Stephen Fry and uh, Coogan. Is it Coogan and Fry? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Uh, show on and you don't Britain. do the broken voice. We <laughs> <laughs> just based off that one clip. That probably has to get the nomination, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, you could have had, I mean, I guess he's a real person, but you could have had Carl Pilkington on this list. That is, that's a deep dive if we're going into it. Like, you know who you could have had? David Brandt. Like, if Michael yeah, Scott is have. a one seed, where is David Brandt? What, uh, what years were Everybody Loves Raymond on television? The 90s, wasn't it? The 90s mostly? Okay. Yeah, I think mostly the 90s. I don't know. I think there's there's a lot of things you could have done with this bracket. I'm even thinking they had a character from Fargo as a nine seed, I believe. Uh, whoever Kirsten Dunst played that one season. It should have been the guy from season two, the the hitman that ended up getting sent back to Kansas City. Sure, but I but I think there's a case to be made that in a bracket like this, where it's like an iconic television character, and you're going up against again, I don't want to make this all about Cartman, but the Cartmans of the world who have been on television for 23 years it's kind of tough when you have shows like Fargo or American horror story that completely change their cast every single year. Like it's, that's a really hard way to go about this too. Yeah. Well, if you're going to do that, like that's why I think someone like Lithgow became an iconic character from Dexter, even though he was only in the one season. That's like, yeah, the you one can't be iconic if you're only in one season. I know. See, I, 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 I disagree, but like having someone like Kirsten Dunst's character is not iconic where yeah. it does seem like Lithgow's character from that season has stood. It has overcome how people feel about that show. That the only thing that people remember about that show is how good that season is because of him. That's true. I mean, I guess there is a, there's a case to, there's always the exact opposite case to be made where it's such an uphill climb to make an impact in one season. If you truly do manage to do it, you should be rewarded. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, Everyone Loves Raymond went off the air in 2005. Yeah. Oh, still yeah. so much time Raymond. to get Frank on this bracket. What's that? So much time to get Frank on this bracket. Frank was the best character from that show. I, I agree with you there. No Venture Brothers on here? Yeah, Dr. Uh, sorry. I wonder who I would actually have. Would you have Dr. Orpheus as your nomination? No, I mean, the, Ro- the Monarch is the... You have to have the Monarch, right? The Monarch Maybe. has to be the character. He's I th- like... I think it would be, I would think it would be the Monarch or Dr. Venture. What about Brock? No, Brock is like the, Brock is like the Kramer of that show. What would help him? If it's, it'd be like if you were power (laughs) ranking, like if you ran one of these brackets, it's almost how I kind of feel about Omar as well from The Wire. I was going to ask you about that. I don't, I don't consider myself to be a Wire aficionado, but is Omar truly the best character from The Wire? Is he just the one we remember and quote the most? He's the Kramer of the show. Like if anyone who loves Seinfeld power ranked like their Seinfeld characters, anyone who truly George. loves Seinfeld, Kramer would be fourth of the four main cast members. Yeah. George is number right. one. And like, it's not that Omar, and it's not that Kramer's a bad character. It's not that Omar's a bad character. I actually think that Marlo is the best character on the wire. Yeah. I don't know about that. Marlo is the most interesting. I mean, if we're really going to go with it, although, you know, spoiler alert, he dies. Uh, Stringer Bell is the best character. Yeah. Probably, but sort of like Mercutio and Romeo and Juliet, they had to almost kill him off because he would have like stolen the show had he stayed on much longer. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Like that's where his arc ended. I mean, you were a big fan of Brother Muzone, weren't you, Tim? <laughs> He's just a very amusing um, and I thought well placed character. Yes, I will say in terms of snubs, I know no one watches this show, but I I do think 
Uh, Hank Azaria, uh, his Brockmire character is fantastic. That show is amazing. I don't know what show this is. This doesn't sound like a good show. Oh, you would love Brockmire. It's all about an alcoholic, old-timey baseball announcer trying to make his way in the new world. It's basically your life. So it's basically like Eastbound and Down, but less funny. I would say no. I find it funnier than he's panning down, honestly. It's a different type of humor, though. So not funny. Okay, fine. I think you'd like it. If you... I know The Simpsons was far bigger in the 90s than the 2000s, but it's been on every year. Like, where's Bart or Homer in this? If Cartman's... This is what? Season 10 is season... Yeah, I I, I don't think that any of the characters from post-season 10 should be on here, but... If they're eligible, if we're talking about iconic characters, like is yeah. it is it if you throw in Homer Simpson, he wins? Probably, although there there is a lot of backlash, obviously, to later seasons of The Simpsons, where South Park is almost, I think, universally people maybe not like the last five seasons necessarily. I think I think those did polarize some fans, but I don't think anyone's ever thought and or thought that south park got like incredibly worse in like season 16 versus season six no but it got uh, worse and then it got better sure like, like seasons three through eight are terrible no 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 and season... even and matt and trey say the same thing they say that the like from 2001 two three four they didn't like those like they look back now and say i don't know what i was even thinking when we made those like but, it's but, much but, better but... now than it used to be but there's a lot of people who just prefer those episodes rather yeah. than like the political commentary episodes that they do now. Okay. That's fine. Like, like, yeah, I think there's a case to be made that the episodes like, if where I, the boys Garrett, are just being the boys. Yeah, like Gary. Gary, if I if I want to get a tree fitting, that's what I want to get. God, yeah, no, that's Garrett, a great episode. I told you not to give him tree fitting. That is, yeah, like season five is Scott Tenorman Must Die. That's arguably the best episode of the show. Yeah, that is a fantastic episode. And that's from season, that's like season, that's from season three. Is it? I thought it was season two. Okay. You don't know things. Pretty much when Chef left, there was a real gully. But <laughs> the the difference between South Park and The Simpsons, just South Park, like you mentioned, it's just it's like a different show every five years. Yeah. Yeah. So where No, but I agree. Like it it was weird to see Cartman on this list and not see Bart or Lisa or or some representation of the Simpsons. I'm trying to see. Anyway. Yeah. So let's pick our bracket picks for each region. So Gary and you go first. Who would you have coming out of each? People can go to the ringer and find the bracket. So yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it right now. So out of the bosses region, who do you have coming out? I'm going to say Walter White, but I think I'll say that with the caveat that I've just, I enjoyed breaking bad where I was far too young when the Sopranos first came out to truly appreciate it. Uh, So that's, that's on me. All right, so for me in the bosses region, I have Don Draper coming out. I mean, I would have picked Selena Meyer of all those. It's a really good bracket. Yeah, all the best characters are in that bracket. Not one of us picked Tony Soprano. Who and then Villanelle? Something called a Villanelle is a one seed in the. That's why bracket. I objected. Like to this is role. absurd. It's I, I, thank you, Paul. Thank the you. person who made this should be imprisoned or like <laughs> shot to the moon. Like it's, it's like it, like it actually, like I think they had to have done it intentionally because, like, I'm triggered looking at a lot of this stuff. I'm I sorry. do very much enjoy though that like our whole argument about why Villanelle shouldn't be the number one seed is that the show is niche. 
and she got defeated in the second round by Nathan Fielder's Nathan character from Nathan for You, arguably <laughs> the most niche show of all time. That, that that I mean that kind of goes to your point though that if you put something like CSI in this bracket, that it like Gil Grissom wouldn't win because no one who watches that show or cared yeah. enough would be on the internet. It is the exact opposite for Nathan yeah. for You. Yeah, every I would say a hundred percent of people who watch Nathan for You have a Twitter account. That's uh, I, I would tend to agree. Works. I. I, sneaky hot take. I don't really like Nathan for you. I don't find it. No, that I think it's. I think it's mean without being funny. Sometimes. I'm listen. I'm pro being mean without being funny. I just don't find it that funny all the time. See, I felt I felt that way about review, which I feel like a lot of people who like Nathan for you also liked review. Uh, but I felt a lot more awkward about review. I, I did like Nathan for you, not as much as some people tend to, but I thought it was pretty good. Have you seen documentary now? I haven't, even though I'm positive I would like it. Tim, have you? No, it's an IFC show. I recommend if people are looking for a TV show that no one really watches documentary now is top notch. It's Bill Hader and Fred Armisen and Seth Meyers and it's fantastic. And Helen Mirren. (laughs) How many episodes is Helen Mirren in? I believe she's the, I think she's in every one. Oh, amazing. Okay. Yeah. Just if you've watched any documentaries over the course of your life, it's a spoof show of all of the best, like the gray gardens documentary spoof is the best one. More of a spoof than Summer High Tie, which is nowhere in this bracket. Yeah, oh. I totally forgot about Summer or High Tie. No Flight of the like, yeah, No Flight of the Concords either, yeah. I mean, it would have to be, if you had to nominate from that, it would be Murray, wouldn't oh, it's it? Murray, 100%. Murray would, ha- Murray would have to be present in this bracket somewhere. Who Who is it from Summer High Tie? It's Mr. C, Mr. P, whatever the hell his name was? Jonah. It's not Jonah. Jonah's like an it's annoying Jonah. I think it has to be the teacher, doesn't it? I would agree. All right. So Don Draper, Walter White, and you said Selena Meyer, Tim? I, I did. Three seed coming out of the top left bracket. So Walter Meyer. So who do you have from the millennials bracket, Tim? Yourself? No, looking at that, I think it's a very weak bracket, but I think... Uh, I'm sympathetic towards Seth just because I loved that show. You love Seth uh, Cohen from The O.C.? Is that what you I just love that show. I love The O.C.? Well, hold on. You you like The O.C.? I watched crazy. every what? single episode of The O.C. start to finish. What? Television. That was just, I watched it every week. I loved it. I don't care. I'm not afraid to say I like I liked wow. the show. Hey, listen, I, I, I have no problem. With, I love The O.C. as well, but that seems so out of character for you. It's like Homer eating those tulips, I guess. It's a secret shame of mine uh, that I really I just loved the OC, and I'm, I'm not going to apologize. We, for listen, it. if we all like the OC, maybe we just need to do an OC episode-by-episode episode recap podcast. I, I, I could Sounds almost great. do that from memory. <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> this might be the biggest revelation I've ever found out about you, Tim. Okay. Well, just like I was in high school. It was like the, it was about high school. It was like in California where it's nice and sunny and I was somewhere where it wasn't nice and sunny and like the characters were interesting and the plot lines were cool and whatever I was interested I was in. It was a soap opera for teenagers and I was yeah. a teenager. So it, it, I was, it. it was our generation's 90210. Exactly. I'm not afraid to say I loved it. Tim, can I assume that you were a Rachel Bilson person and not a Misha Barton person? 100%. Okay. That's 100%. So you're, uh, you're going to pick Seth Cohen to come out of this region? 
no, I'm not as much as I kind of want to. It's just such a terrible region. I guess I would actually take Cartman. He's the best character of this bunch, so I'll take him. I would take Cartman as well, Garen. That's a round of Cartmans, yeah. I wanted to take Seth, though. Oh, did, All right. Did, uh, fortunately, I don't think when that... When he got in that boat at the end of season two, when he got in that boat and sailed away, that was such an... You know what? Never mind. You can save it for a recap show. That was one of the... T- anyway, I was really oh. pleased about that. I don't know why this made me think of that, but one more character I would say was a snub. Again, very niche show. Uh, but Tandy from Last Man on Earth, fantastic character. Just Will Forte's character. Although I'll watch anything Will Forte's in, so can't, I'm a little biased. I can't say I ever watched a second of that show. No, it's just like if you told me Earl from My Name is Earl wasn't on this list, I wouldn't be upset about it either. That's a bad <laughs> show. That's Didn't a bad show. That, that's a bad show that people tended to like. Where is everyone any- knows that Crab Man was the best character on on My Name is Earl. By the way, where is anyone from Brooklyn Nine Nine on this? Good point. I think Captain Holt should probably be on this list. That that would be your pick. It'd be Captain Holt. Uh probably. You know what? Jake's actually a really good character. Yeah. He, yeah. Okay. So of the top scene stealer region, Gary, and who would you go with? Um. Hmm. I would probably just say Tyrion. I I'm okay. I I loved Tyrion. I think it's an iconic show. I think it's an iconic character. And he was obviously very good at it. He won three or four Oscars, or sorry, uh, Emmys for it. Uh, Give me Tyrion. Yeah, this is a really tough one because I have no standout favorite, but a bunch of ones that I really like. Like Al Swearingen, just in this entire bracket, has been completely overlooked. He lost in the first round somehow to... To a side character from Barry, which is just insane. So it would be, sw- I mean, but Dwight's in here. How can the man in the $5,000 pants? So that's, I mean, Ron Swanson's in this region too. And so is Peggy. Yeah. Uh, I think actually so for Leon, who's the only person in this bracket who has personally hugged me. That is true. He did sneak up on you at the Super Bowl and just give you a big JB smooth with a big old hug. That did happen. I told him he was effing hilarious. Which is, but is, 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 does this mean JB smooth is, is anti-curse? He's curse proof. Maybe he is curse proof, but maybe he initiated it. That was the oh, thing. Okay. He did initiate it. He said, Come here, give me a hug. I was like, Oh, okay. I said, You're effing hilarious. You're 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 amazing. You're one of my favorite characters. If you but had I'm- to power rank your celebrity interactions from that weekend, does that one go ahead of interviewing Louis Anderson or behind it? Oh yeah, DraftKings. I play DraftKings. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably your best impression. The fact yeah, that the fact that family. I'm gonna yeah. take Joe, but if you told me you took uh Ron Swanson, I'd be fine with that, too. Uh, I actually was going to take Lucille Bluth. Okay. okay. I, I actually think that George Sr.'s... Pre- like, uh, for my money, the first two seasons of Arrested Development are the funniest two seasons of TV of the millennium. Uh, yeah. I, unfortunately, the rest of the show got progressively worse. because they get- No Tobias. Tobias is funny, too. Yeah, T- Tobias is like a Kramer-esque character, though. Yeah, you can or only take so much of Tobias. That was that, and and we've talked about this before, but that was really the problem with season four, is where you realize there are certain uh, Arrest Development characters you cannot spend thirty consecutive minutes with. They need they need to be interspersed with other people, and Tobias is definitely one of those characters. I don't feel that way about most characters. Yeah, exactly. Is why you'd be a horrible TV writer. I could watch a whole series about Barry Zuckercorn. He's very good. He's very good. He's a great character. So you would go Job. I would go Lucille Bluth, who's an 11 seed in this. That's probably a terrible. Like Cersei's in this one too. 
But I do love Peggy. Maybe it shouldn't be Lucille Bluth. No, I'm going to stick with that. Gary, and who are you going to have? Uh, I'm still going to take Tyrion. Although I, I would say Job comes in at second for me, and then probably Ron Swanson third. In the wild cards region, Gary, and you're going with... I just think Michael Scott's going to win this thing. Uh, so I'll take Michael Scott. Yeah, I'll take Scott's thoughts. That's such a depressing episode. It's the best episode. No, the best episode of The Office is the dinner party. That's the second best episode. No. That was something actually I kind of threw around of an idea to do during like, what can we do uh, for show content is if you just had to pick one episode of a show to show people to get into it, mm. what episode would you show them of it? And then just like break yeah, down. Yeah, be that. like Chuckles bites the dust from the mary tyler moore show for example yeah for example what a, what a great example that everyone can relate to tim like i would chuck in that episode like if, I, if it was mad men it would be that episode where everyone did the beat to the like basically did the lsd and they were all at the office that episode is amazing and it requires you to to know nothing about the rest of the show and again how do you watch that episode and not have roger sterling in this bracket that's probably true so who do we have so you both have you both have Michael Scott coming from down there. Who and I have? Hello. Yeah, Mr. Jackpots. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, it would come down to either Omar. LD? LD or well, probably those two. I'm going to take LD. Larry David. Going to go to That's my fine. final four. That's fine. So that gives us. Wait, who did you pick from this one? Oh, yeah, Tyrion and Gob Bluth. <laughs> a magician named Gob. Michael, I'm the president. You lost your pee. Well, you better go find it. <laughs> and also, I don't think that saying the company is as solid as a rock is going to really steer people away from us doing business in a rock. <laughs> <laughs> The jokes per minute in that show, like, cause I remember, I remember watching the, the audio commentaries from early Simpsons and David Merkin said they used to speed up the shows by 10, like they would film it and record it and then they would speed it up 10%. So they would actually do like 26 minutes of content and speed it up into 22. So the jokes per minute seemed a lot faster. That's basically yeah. how Arrested Development is written. I think yeah. in I, the only two shows that are like that. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I remember reading an interview uh, with somebody in the cast, and they mentioned that, like, standard script size for an episodic uh, network sitcom is about, like, 21 to 22 pages, and most Arrested scripts came in at, like, 35 to 40 pages. That's nuts. It's so densely written. All right, so that gives the final four for Garion. We have Walter White versus Cartman. Who are you taking? Uh, gimme Cartman. Okay, Michael Scott versus Tyrion. Who you got? Uh, Michael Scott. Okay, Michael Scott versus Cartman for the winner. Again, I just think it's the cultural impact here. I'm going to take Michael Scott. All right, Tim Selena Meyer versus Cartman. I wish I had picked Seth now. Uh, I'm going to pick uh, Selena Meyer, though. All right. Selena Meyer. Uh, you have Michael Scott or Gob Bluth? Michael Scott. So Michael Scott versus Selena Meyer. Selena Meyer. 
So Selena Meyer wins your character of the millennium or the century so far. Don Draper versus Cartman. I am going to go Don Draper. I will go Larry David over Lucille Bluth. So I have a Ham and David going on. It's just a, we might as well just watch that episode from this season of Curb. I'm going to go Don Draper as my character. Of- I was going to say, no one would be more upset to beat Larry David than John Ham. I mean, I would just nominate John Ham from those Skip the Dishes commercials, which oh, crack me up every time incredible. they come on. Incredible commercials. It's unfortunate they only air in Canada or I'm talking about the all the time. Is that you true? Are, are, are those actually only uh, Canada only commercials? Yeah. Skip the Dishes isn't a thing in the States. Didn't know that. Sure it is, isn't it? I don't, I, I'm, I don't think so. I think that's why they make, they explicitly, there's the one where he says he's actually Canadian and he orders poutine. And then in the other one, he's watching a hockey game. Like, I think that's all explicitly Canadian stuff. Fair because enough. It's, not, it's not going on in this very small corner of the world in which I inhabit. I, I have no idea whether it's happening elsewhere or not. All right. What's that? Anything. If, if I see it, I just assume everybody sees it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was just like how you were convinced that everyone ever had just knows about every Homestar Runner cartoon. <laughs> I think everyone of a certain age group has seen them all. No, that is not true, Tim. We go over it's this like all the-, the time. So you agree that you live your own truth, essentially, is what you just said there. I, I did not say that. Well, like you said, that you just... You anything that you see, you believe as factually true for everybody else. So that's basically the definition of living your own truth. I'm the main character of my own story. So I just assume that everybody else sort of knows the things that I know. You're more like a, even in your own life, you're more of a creed. (laughs) You should see my blog, even for the internet. Gary and Thorne, thank you for being on. Uh, where can everyone follow you and check out your work writing about Madden simulations? Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> at Gary and Thorne can check out all that sweet NBA and NFL sim action over at DK Live. Uh, I'll be calling some of the Madden sims at some point, so look out for that. I guess you can call me an idiot in the YouTube chat section. Uh, that's really about it. Yeah, and we'll probably end up doing that together because I'm doing some Madden simulation commentary, and so is. Tim Andergust! Tim Andergust. That is not my name. I feel like going to listen to some Phantom Planet now. Check out our OC Rewatch podcast coming in the future. That would be California. Tim, if your hair wasn't so like froey, you should get like Peter Gallagher hair. Peter Gallagher is such a great. Anyway, you know what? No, I'm, I'm not. not I'm not making fun of you here. Like yeah. I'm, ser- I'm serious about the OC. I like Every the OC. Character has such depth. Yeah. All right, uh, that will do it on the Pat Mayo experience. I told you about the giveaways at the beginning, so smash the like button and leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section and do whatever it was I said at the beginning of the show, which I don't remember now. Also, if you want to get into a draw for a hundred DraftKings dollars, subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Leave a five-star review, DraftKings handle, something you like about the Pat Mayo Experience, and boom, you're in that draw for a hundred DK bucks. New shows! Basically every single day at this point, almost seven days a week. We're going to try to scale back on that a little bit because we don't want to run out of content because there seems to be nothing new coming down the pike right now. Anyway, I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you all for watching. I'll see you next time. Pat Mayo Experience! Experience!